listener production. Hi, I'm Sasha Barbagat. Thanks for joining us on this extra episode of The Briefing. It has long been a rite of passage for young Aussies to mark the end of their 13 years of schooling by descending on beaches across the country with their mates for a week of fun. I'm talking, of course, about schoolies or leavers for our mates in WA. And when you say the word, thoughts inevitably pop up of misbehaving teenagers, drinking too much, doing drugs, staying out all night and having a lot of sex. Schoolies celebrations have often made headlines for all the wrong reasons. But in recent years, there has been a shift away from that culture. Kids are instead choosing sleepier beachside towns or heading overseas to places like Fiji and Bali. Wellness retreats have started popping up, offering an alcohol-free alternative with activities like meditation, yoga and pamper sessions. Teens are also drinking less. Stats are proving that. And the priority for many school leavers now is spending quality time with friends over sowing their wild oats. In fact, if we look at what happened over the weekend, the first of the 2023 schoolies calendar, all reports point to a much more subdued celebration, even at Surfers Paradise, with no major incidents, according to Queensland Police. So, are we seeing a permanent shift in schoolies culture with Gen Z? I'm joined now by a man who is very familiar with the event, having volunteered at schoolies since 1997 before officially launching the Red Frogs charity. Fast forward to now, there are 1,500 Red Frog volunteers who descend on celebrations at 14 locations across Australia, Bali and Fiji to offer support, walks home, pancake breakfasts and even room cleaning for young people marking the end of school. Andy Gourlay, thanks so much for speaking to us on the briefing today. How did the first weekend go? Yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, a lot of walk homes, a lot of random acts of pancakes, uh, heaps of calls on a Red Frog hotline, but pretty good start. Uh, pretty good start. I think compared to previous years, it's been great. So we checked in over 580 workers on the Gold Coast, another 70 up in Ellie Beach. We've even got teams on Fraser Island, Double Island Point, Noosa, Malulaba. And then also WA's kicked off as well. So um, they're, they're going amazing over there. We've got another 150 there. So, uh, so far, so good, uh, but early days. Yeah, absolutely. Look, speaking of early days, let's rewind it back to when you first started attending schoolies events, which was 97. What were some of the things that you and your volunteers would actually see at schoolies celebrations in the 90s? Yeah, look, the 90s, uh, yeah, were a bit feral, be quite honest. Uh, a lot more violence, a lot more punch-ons and a lot more toolies, as they are called now. And um, uh, back mm. in the day, it really did draw an undesirable element. And because the infrastructure wasn't there and the policing and all the different resources we see now, it was just free reign. And unfortunately, schoolies were easy targets and there was a lot of one-punch incidents, a lot of fights, schoolies being dragged into cars, assaulted in sand dune areas. I even remember one year these uh, really uh, you know, undesirables came down and were filling up long socks full of rocks and swinging around the mosh pit, kicking kids, and it was really violent. So the police have done a fantastic job removing a lot of them these days. Yeah, a lot more incidents, and uh, I guess that's one of the reasons that uh, motivated me to do what we do today. Do you think there's been a reduction in the number of young people choosing to kind of get blackout drunk and take drugs and kind of fall into a stupor every single night while they're at schoolies. Have you noticed that being on the ground in your volunteers? 
Yeah, definitely in the last five years, we've definitely noted a bit of a culture shift uh, where alcohol shifted for about 50% from primary to secondary, where back in the day, the goal was, you know, wake up with peas and carrots on your shirt under a wheelie bin. I wonder why there's a dent in the wall in your unit. Now the, the aim is the dance party, the mates, the event, and then alcohol secondary in that. So there is a bit of a shift in culture for about half of them. So about 50% are big drinkers now. We notice that we rock into hotel rooms by invitation, of course, doing random acts of pancakes, doing red frogs, and uh, they go, do you want to play Uno? I go, yeah, sure. So it's an incredible <laughs> shift. But also with that, with more designated sober people up in those rooms, Incidents can get to a lot earlier and they ring for help, they look after their mates, they walk them home. So then that's a good ripple effect into the whole drinking culture, which Aussies do have. And the drinking's still strong, no doubt. There's still 50% mm. are going hard and those ones are doing alcohol and drugs now a lot more than back in the day. But that, because you've got this big percentage of people that aren't choosing a drink, that's an awesome counterbalance to, to weigh it out a bit. But there's also that health revolution. They are worried about their carbs. They're, they're thinking about that. Also, sport has played a big role in this. Back in the day, the alphas were the biggest offenders. But now... They do strength and conditioning from year eight. Uh, they know about recovery. They're more aware not to go as hard, particularly if they're competing. And, and a lot of sporting codes in Australia put on their junior programs during schoolies, which we thank God for. So they take out a lot of those alphas <laughs> around Australia So uh, for, for the males and females, and it's amazing. So, yeah, so there's been a bit of a shift there. And also just someone going, well, don't want to spend that amount of money. I don't want to, uh, you know, wake up with peas and carrots on my show. I've seen my brother and sister do that. I just think it's dumb. Mm, it sounds like it's a range of things. It's kind of like you said, the health revolution. People are really a lot more in tune with what they're putting into their bodies and how they want to spend Saturday morning, not just thinking about Saturday night. The other thing I've noticed over recent years, and I went to schoolies 13 years ago, and it was just kind of starting then was going overseas. Uh, and I think, you know, young people have so much access to travel in SPO on TikTok, on Instagram, and it's kind of a desire to be like, hey, let's go have a nice holiday instead. You've got teams in Bali and Fiji. How does the atmosphere there in those places compare to on the Gold Coast and at other schoolies hotspots around Australia? Yeah, look, that's a, that's a big shift actually. There's a lot of movement in the last 10 years, particularly to overseas locations, Bali and Fiji being the top two. And I think what Aussies need to understand that it's not Australia. The laws are different to drugs, to alcohol, a lot of countries, there's no RSA, that you don't have the same medical support as you do here. We live in a, such a blessed country with so much support in mental health all through that, but that doesn't exist in a lot of countries. So you've got to be a lot more aware, a lot more autonomous, but also a big one is your travel insurance too. If Aussies get in trouble overseas mm -hmm. uh, you know, and they need to be medley, medically evac, does your travel insurance cover that? So we partner with the uh, Department of um, uh, DFAT, uh, Smart Travel, Traveler, which does a lot of great advice and really advise, you know, if you are looking to go overseas, go to the Smart Traveler website and find out what are the travel alerts in those countries, what are some top tips. But also just on the alcohol too. Uh, in Bali, unfortunately, uh, some clubs don't distill the alcohol properly. It becomes methanol. So there's methanol poisoning where they drink it, their tongue starts to go white, their eyes start to burn till they can't see. If they don't get it out of the system, it'll actually kill them. So our teams are amazing in finding these kids' past out in resort pool areas, down these laneways, 
getting them to the International Medical Center, then airlifting them to Darwin. So the team in Bali is amazing. But the other thing is drugs. Uh, there's death penalty in Bali. Mm. And you could be caught with a, even the smallest amount of drugs, that's 20 years. And their sellers are everywhere. And if you are a drunk, and that's the most common type of drug use we do see, not only in Bali but Australia, is experimental drug use where someone's really drunk and someone goes, here, try this, and they just do it because they're off their chops anyway. And it's so important. Yeah. If your mate's really drunk, you've got to look after them. Don't let some feral give them something. And in Bali, it could cost them their life. And so it's so important. You understand culture. You know, you don't just treat people like you, you typically may do here. Um, you've got to be more respectful and really understand where you're going. Mm, yeah, and I understand a lot of the work Red Frogs does is around education and making sure that kids in schools before they get to schoolies are kind of getting that message of, hey, if your mate's not well, don't leave them on the beach, take them home or take them to a Red Frogs volunteer, they'll be able to sort them out. Look, we did start to see a move away from wild celebrations with millennials. Do you expect that trend to get stronger with Gen Z as more and more start kind of finishing up school and choosing what they want to do to celebrate? It's looking that way. It's definitely the trending that way. We hope that is the case. You never know with youth culture, but it does, you know, we see the the shifts in the 70s, uh, from the 60s to 70s to the 80s. There's definitely changes in culture in generations. And these ones are making some good decisions. There is a really good social welfare, social justice bent in this next gen. And and, that, and that's gold in Aussie drinking culture where they're looking after their mates. Because back in the day, you just let John O sleep it off on the beach, cover him with sand, watch the seagulls peck at him and walk away. But now they're picking John O up, walking him to the first aid tent, sitting with him for three hours. I was just observing this the other night, then walking their mate home. And that that's quite amazing. Andy, just before I let you go, how important is this celebration for young people from your perspective to mark the end of their schooling career with, you know, a big celebration? Yeah, look, uh, it's it's coming into adulthood, isn't it? They're leaving school, a lot of 18 now. They're going into the, the big world. Yeah, this is their their choice and their right. And so I think that uh, they've got to learn to make their own decisions, uh, learn to uh, sometimes make mistakes, and it's how you learn too. But but generally doing that in a safe place and, make, and being wise about some of the decisions you do make. But I think, yeah, it's such an important thing. And a lot of are celebrating really well these days. Look, look 95% are fantastic. It is a really, really good event around Australia. And also with them going to so many different locations, like even like – Fraser Island, you know, and like some of the coastal towns in New South Wales. Um, and a lot of going overseas too. I've got, I've got friends that are in New York right now, Abu Dhabi, just traveling instead and so doing something. So it, do, it doesn't have to be generic, just what everyone else is doing, but they choose and a lot of going camping too. So it's whatever you love doing, do that and don't feel pressured to become someone you're not and go do some silly stuff, but enjoy it with your mates. And we're seeing more and more of that, which is fantastic. But yeah, it is important to celebrate with your mates and have a great time, I think, at the end of school. Yeah, absolutely. I really enjoyed schoolies. I definitely did some things I regret, but, you know, that's part of learning as well. And the work your volunteers do is so important. So thank you on behalf of schoolies this year, who you guys are going to be out helping. And thanks for chatting to us on the briefing today. Hey, thanks so much. Appreciate it. That was Red Frog's founder, Andy Gourlay, there, talking to me about the changing face of schoolies in Australia. That's all we have time for today. Thank you for listening. Tom and the team will be back in your feed tomorrow morning at 6.00.